Tahuma. MC Liquid. Yo. We're good to go. We Woo! are live. We're live. Welcome to the DJs of DeFi. This is episode 12. And I'm going to apologize to everybody uh, in advance. Uh, oh, sorry. Please like and share. Please like and share. That's what my crew is telling me. Please like and share, 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 like, 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 share, share, share. But I'm going to apologize ahead of time. I'm hungover. DJ Chopper, you're going to have to help me. <laughs> I will. I'm, a, I'm here to help, MC Liquid. Here to help, as always. Mate, you are, uh, as always, a true legend. Um, <laughs> so I won't name names, but his name is begins with an N. And Nick, no, Nick, if you're watching, thank you very much. I'm feeling rubbish, buddy. Um, CDs Exchange. We are going to be making some very, very big announcements tomorrow. Actually, today, tomorrow, every day, pretty much. They're huge. We're going to launch uh, some stuff today, and we're going to make big announcements tomorrow. Uh, CDs Exchange. Yes, lots coming. God, we have so much to talk about, actually. So, um, CDs Exchange, crypto derivatives. We, we, did, we, we, we did our launch pool this week, which uh, has over half a million dollars uh, locked up, which is amazing. Crazy. It's crazy. So, uh, guys, it's not too late. You can get in now. Um, the launch pool is open until um, – actually, is it – what day is it open until? Do we, do we remember? It's like the 19th. Is that right? I think it's the 19th, 19th of August. So, guys, get in while they're hot. Crazy. There's still some really good TVLs that you can get on there too. Crazy. Crazy coins, Yeah. You definitely haven't missed out. Crazy, crazy APRs. Did I say TVLs, did I? Yes, crazy APRs. Yes. Crazy yes. APRs. APRs. Yes. So that's happening, guys. Get stuck in. Um, yesterday, we also um, did our big announcement. It's a $50,000 uh, giveaway. Several campaigns. We do, we're do. we doing basically a super easy like, share, uh, retweet campaign. It's super easy. Go to our Twitter. You'll see it. Uh, we're making another one uh, today. It's another $5,000 dollar giveaway coming out hot hot after our show so we'll be we'll be sending that out and then just keep following keep following we've got crazy amas giveaways all kinds of stuff happening it's all happening um is there anything else we should talk about like i mean i know we're going to go back into some of the other stuff we're working on but i feel like do we just jump right into sort of the big topic of of, of the day what do you think yeah let's do it let's jump straight in straight in so part of the reason why i'm hung over thank you again nick <laughs> is we stayed we stayed up we stayed up to watch uh the um the b word conference which is uh the big chat that was that was really um you know uh advertised and promoted between elon and jack and it's actually also kathy wood um so it was it was it was super interesting. I, you know, we were all speculating what was going to happen. Um, the big takeaway, and I know I know, Chapa, you didn't 
see it. But the big takeaway I got from it was everybody's super pro crypto. Um, Elon's pro Bitcoin, even though he's kind of did a little bit of fudding before, he's made that clear that not only does Tesla hold Bitcoin, but SpaceX holds Bitcoin. He holds Bitcoin. And he goes, I may pump, but I will not dump. Um, so obviously he did a little shilling in Doge and a little bit on Ethereum. So I think he was trying to be considered in every word because he realized everybody was sort of hanging on what he was saying. Um, Jack sort of had a peaceful message for the world because he sees, you know, that this is all world changing stuff. But obviously he's was more, I think, centered on Bitcoin. And then Kathy, actually they were all, like Kathy gave some interesting insights about really promoting, um, again, the whole idea of, of um, corporate corporates and companies using BTC as reserves. So, um, you know, we it's kind of like, we were kind of hoping for a big pump out of Elon, but I think it was the best you're gonna get out of Elon because Elon, again, is very considered in what he says. Um, so, yeah, so it's good, you know? I think it's good. Um, do you have any thoughts on, on, on that? I know you didn't see it, but you probably have some thoughts. Yeah, it was at like, I think it was like 4 a.m. for me when it went live. So it was, I was, it was fast asleep at that stage. But um, I actually thought the most interesting thing to come out of it from all the brief reading and stuff I did this morning was that Elon also holds Ethereum. Um, I don't think that had been disclosed before yet, had it? That's because that's the first time. That's the first time I'm hearing about it, at least. Well, you know, it's actually a good point. I don't know did he hold Ethereum or did did it actually say that he holds Ethereum? I know he mentioned Ethereum. I don't know if he disclosed. Oh, okay. It. it could be right. It could be right because I I I'm certain I would have heard about it more if he had yeah. said Tesla had also added or, Ethereum to their balance sheet or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know? no. I look. Don't quote me because, again, that was already so many hours ago and I had alcohol, so my memory would be impaired. But I do remember him mentioning it, but I don't know. He may personally hold it. I don't, I don't, I actually don't recall. I do remember him mentioning it, but I don't know if, um, well, here you go. I'm reading from the tweet now. I do own Bitcoin. Tesla owns Bitcoin. SpaceX owns Bitcoin. And I do personally, here we go. I do personally own a bit of Ethereum and Dogecoin, of course. Okay. okay. So, okay. So, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. That, that's that a, that's the first time I've heard him disclose that he holds Ethereum. Yeah, that's interesting, Which, right? Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Well, I think, so again, the big takeaway towards the, the especially the wrap-up, was, again, very, very pro-crypto. It was not, even though it was the B word, it was a sort of, air quotes, Bitcoin conference. It was, I think, ultimately just pro-crypto. And he also kinda, kind of yeah. anti-government as well, wasn't he? Yeah, that was interesting, right? I yeah. And they all were, actually. They all really? were. Yes, yes. An anti, yes, yes. It's interesting, right? I mean, it was, it was measured words again. I mean, they weren't just yeah. um, dropping shit on it, but I think the interesting bit, because I, I kind of realized, oh, this is, again, a, it's a Bitcoin sort of conference and they're talking about Bitcoin, but it ended up being kind of pro-crypto. And I think he had to, he, you, you kind of have to come out and be pro-crypto pro if you're pushing Doge. 
right? So, sure. so I think that's interesting. Um, obviously, for all of us that aren't maxis, I mean, I'm a, I'm a supporter of Bitcoin. Obviously, I think that's the, the granddaddy of them all. But, um, you know, we're, we're clearly uh, believers in, in crypto outside of Bitcoin. So, um, yeah, I think that was a good takeaway, you know, ultimately. Hmm. We, will, we will see. I'm sure it will be further digested. We'll see how it plays out to the market. The market, I don't think um, it did. We didn't have these huge pumps, right? Um, so that actually goes back to a perennial question, Chapa. Are we in a bear or in a bull? I think that this could well be marking the bottom for us. I think if, if um, what was it, on Tuesday when we last discussed this. So on Tuesday, things were looking pretty bad and we dipped just below 30,000. And I think at that stage, everybody was pretty sure we were going to dip a bit further than we did. And then all of this sort of the hype leading up to this B word conference gave us a pretty nice bump. And I think if we were going to dip any lower, it would have been on the back of this conference being a bit of a flop or nothing much happening. But I think the general positive sentiment that they've put out there to me says that we may not be going any lower. This is sort of the floor that everybody's happy to accumulate at. Um, so I think, uh, well, I think we're going to be starting to look pretty good. I think uh, that may be just me being. Hopeful, yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's, I've, you know, I've been scouring again, you know, it's, it's uh, I, I borrow the opinions of others. Um, I, I, I'm, I've been reading that there's, we still have one more sort of little shitting the bed moment and then mm. boom, you know, again, it's all speculative, who knows, but the word is like we're still going to have another little one and then boom but and i don't know if that's over weeks days but you know i keep hearing august september august september august september so maybe to build up to that but after well, we're very we're close to august september so exactly exactly so so we can only guess we can only guess history will be revealed in hindsight all sure. right on to the next, um, VB, Vitalik. He's Vitalik. saying something. About, yeah, he's, he's saying something about Ethereum, right? I'll, I'll let you take this because I think um, I think you summed it up well. Yeah, so basically, he's saying that people should look beyond DeFi for innovation in Ethereum, um, and that more innovation is needed in space outside of. DeFi outside of decentralized finance. I think he makes a really good point, actually. Um, I think a lot of the noise and stuff around Ethereum at the moment is mostly centered around a DeFi narrative. And, and that makes a whole lot of sense when you think about it, because primarily people are in crypto to make money. I mean, there's plenty of people that are in it for the tech, but you know, the majority of people are in here to make money. And 100%. where you make money is in finance and decentralized finance is really big. And so I think Vitalik is sort of just trying to push back on that narrative a little bit and say, oh, hang on, uh, Ethereum's 
about a whole lot more than just decentralized finance and finance in general. And its application is far larger than just making people money in decentralized finance and removing the need for banks and that type of thing. And you should look beyond that for innovation in Ethereum for the next stage of its evolution, basically. I think, I think it's a really good point. I think um, that the idea of Ethereum and the overall philosophy of it and cryptocurrency in general sort of gets lost sometimes in, in the excitement and fervor of people making a shitload of money. Um, I think it's a point that, that needs to be brought up every now and again. And probably Vitalik is the best person to do that. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're all looking at the market for, from the sort of, um, you know, the, the trading side, um, you know, ups and downs and candlesticks and crabs and bulls and bears and all that stuff. But I mean, fundamentally, this technology um, has not even begun, not yeah. even begun. Exactly. And I think that's the larger point and say, hey, guys, let's not miss the, the forest for the trees here. There's a lot going on. Uh, we need to continue to build beyond, you know, the hype of, of DeFi, which, which is, I mean, it's the pointy wedge, it's the pointy end that gets everybody excited, but beyond that is where is this technology going to take us? So I think, exactly. again, we're just, yeah, we're just getting started. So um, a nice reminder from our man, BB. So uh, well, well considered. Thank you, Vitalik. So uh, next one in the line is, OpenSea is getting a hundred million buckaroos um, in funding. Actually, I didn't just some spare change. Yeah, is this traditional? Is this traditional VC? I wonder. I no. Know. So Andreas and Horowitz. Well, I'm pretty sure he's a, a Bitcoiner, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. He yeah. Is. yeah. Yeah. So he. But it also, but he's also he's also VC. He's a big VC. Yeah. 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 So yeah. he uh, the. The Series B funding round was led by Andreasen and his VC firm. Right. Um, so no, they're, they're it's crypto people investing in crypto people, as yeah. is the as is what happens basically. But it's it's um it makes OpenSea the latest crypto unicorn, which is pretty cool. Um, and they they're, they're sort of the the standard bearers for NFT marketplaces and. They are um and nft libraries and that type of thing so it's good to see people that are people and tech that was you know first on the boat to to be rewarded in a way um yeah they're still doing plenty of good stuff too so yeah the gas-free marketplace on polygon is apparently part of their um expansion with this extra capital coming in which will be nice to see right it makes lower some barriers to entry okay um, well, there you go. There's always something, there's always some new, uh, NFT funding somewhere to talk about. Like it's, 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 you can't get away from it. I think, I think NFTs were, again, we're just another thing we're just scratching the surface on. Yeah. Um, just then I mentioned this, I think I mentioned the other day about, about, uh, Gary V and in, in, in that video I watched where he was just like, stated like this is for life like this is it's going to be huge and we're barely 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 yep. getting started yeah so um there you go that continues to to trend um so our next one 
Uh, looks like obviously more traditional, uh, you know, this is the sort of the, the, the big wealth funds, right? Um, getting into to Bitcoin or, or at least diversifying even across other cryptos. You have any uh, Goldman Sachs, what have you. I, that's not really new, but I, maybe it sounds like it's increasing. It's getting uh, more uptick. Yeah, I think actually it's probably related. Uh, it's probably, let's say 50-50, it is the wealthy becoming more aware of blockchain and then 50% the wealthy becoming more aware of the blockchain and its its uses and and its uh, power, if you will. And then another 50% of it is them seeing the risk in the current economy as it is and understanding that um, things are not all as they seem or things aren't going so well. Um, I mean, the US is posting some pretty large inflation numbers at the moment. And that is obviously directly tied to the money printing that's happening all around the world. And there's still no end in sight for any of that. I mean, we were talking about it on Tuesday with inflation and stagflation and the risks of all of that. And I think um, it's inevitable that people will see blockchain as, as a way out essentially, or as, as a new, a new economy. Um, yeah, the US dollar has been the reserve currency of the world for 90 plus something years now. Um, no currency has lasted more than 110 years as a, as a reserve currency. So it's time is coming, I think. And this is a, um, I think it's just the people in search of the next thing, basically. For whom and the bell tolls. That's right. That's right. It tolls for thee. The US dollar, it tolls for thee. Um, well, there you go. So you need to shift into assets that you can, you know, whether it's hedging or what have you, something that's going to be anti-inflationary, i.e. Bitcoin. Um, so on from Bitcoin, our, our man uh, of the earlier hour, Mr. Elon, probably happy about this. Um, it looks like uh, Doge is now being accepted as for commerce payments on Coinbase. That's interesting. It is. So it basically just means people can use Dogecoin as a form of barter money. Yep. Um, and I think there's a fair few sort of... Um, establishments, retail establishments that use the Coinbase commerce platform to transact with. So it could be actually quite a big step for Dogecoin. And we've spoken about it on other streams. It really only, all it really takes is, is a nice, neat application built on top of Dogecoin in order to transact with it and, and provide some sort of utility about, apart from it being currency for it to really take off and we might we might be seeing the beginnings of that here because if you can already transact with it with established cryptocurrency providers and payment platforms then um, that's one big step in that direction and then to add to that 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 elon's still happy to shield it and his overall theory which i think he mentioned in the b-word conference if i read correctly um 
more or less remains true in that he he thinks the the most ironic or the most entertaining outcome is the most likely in a lot of scenarios. So, um, yeah, so I think yeah, there's something to that, and that, that's yeah. yeah. No, he and I remember him restating it. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah, um, but you know, he he is he is he is consistent in that way. He, again, that's why the 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 takeaway from the the sort of the, the this conference was that it was just pro crypto. So, um. But I mean, he's also self-fulfilling, right? So that's why, I mean, Doge isn't going to go away. He's not going to no. just all of a sudden not back it, right? So it's interesting. Who was I talking to the other day? He said, yeah, I bought some Doge because you're not going to, it's not going anywhere if this man's going to continue to pump it. So, yeah. Um, and obviously it's been around for how long, you know? Jesus. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, imagine if it became a, a trillion dollar asset. Imagine if that happened. That would be mind-boggling actually how old is dogecoin now i want to look it up that's a really good question how old i'm, I'm going to guess while you look up and say like 2015 or so so his initial release 2013 oh okay even younger wow yeah so uh just shy of eight years right just shy of eight years yeah interesting right it's one of the uh, it's one of the more long lived cryptocurrencies. I mean, there's yep. the vast majority of cryptos from 2013 no longer exist. 99% of them, I guess, are, are now defunct. So it's got longevity behind it for sure. The power well, of memes, man. It, it's still around, and yeah. it's all it's older than Ethereum. <laughs> so <laughs> I did not. I didn't even thought of that. That's crazy. Yeah, it's older than Ethereum. So, you know, like it or, or you know, love it or hate it, it, it uh, it's been around. So yeah. there it is. All right. Um, next in our going back to NFTs, I felt like we should have just tied that one to the OpenSea one, but um, you and I are looking over this one. Steve Jobs, I think it was his first job, jobs, job application um, as a young man. And they've turned it into an NFT. Um, yeah. And I, what, I, what I found interesting, it's, it's actually really pretty handwriting. I was like, wow, that's really, um, I don't know. It's just not, it's something funny because my, my, my handwriting looks garbage. But, it is. Um, it's, it's nice, neat, cursive, isn't it? Yeah. And, and it's kind of like, you know, he even puts in there, I think at the bottom of the, I'm looking at it now, like he, he puts in there, he goes, design, uh, design experience, uh, digital. And that's interesting, digital too, because I don't, I don't know that even digital is part of the nomenclature back no. then, because this was, yeah, this was 70. This is 1973 or 1993? No, 73, 73. Wow, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, really interesting. And then access to transportation, possible. But not probable. I'm like, yeah, he was hoofing it everywhere, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's a, a bit of history there, you know. It's interesting because the, the the idea behind they're auctioning off the job application as an NFT or as a physical historical piece. So you can you can own this piece of paper or you can own the NFT. I think what they're doing is trying to see where the most demand for this type of product is because as far as i know 
whichever auction gets the highest bidder will be where this, um, I don't know, what would you call it, this piece of history goes. So if, it's, if the highest bidder is in an NFT form, then I think it will be turned into an NFT and destroyed physically. What? So yeah, what? they're trying to just trying to see um, where the demand for this type of thing is. It's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting concept. There's um, Damien Hurst, who's a, uh-huh. a an artist from uh, a very well known artist, is doing a very yeah. similar thing um, and auctioning off. I think it's. 10,000 pieces of original artwork and you can either buy the you can buy it as either a physical copy and keep the physical copy or you can buy a an nft copy and he will destroy the physical copy um it's a cool concept it's interesting one that i actually played around with early last year in my nft adventures um which are actually up for sale on rareable if anybody wants to go find them i won't plug them because right i won't do that but it's interesting because I again going back to the Gary Vee video, like he was, who was it? It was well, maybe it was somebody else. They were plugging their NFTs. Now I'm trying to remember now because I've seen so many bad videos. They were plugging, and and I think they wanted to add a little bit of cash in, so they actually made a physical good to complement the. Oh, I remember now. Um, what's his name? Uh, um, Beeple. Beeple. That's oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he kind of, because he he's gotten like I think he had the most expensive NFT, right? It was like something like sixty million dollars, something crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and um, he's kind of like, oh, this is kind of weird. Um, but you know, just so you kind of feel that value, we're also getting this physical good that complements that NFT, right? Yeah. So this is kind of the reverse of that, where it's kind of like he's like, um. I don't quite get this, but I'm so excited that, you know, my NFT sold for that. But I also kind of, it, it, it's funny, right? Because I, I think people are still trying to wrap their heads around um, the sort of digital good, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, it's interesting to see where people perceive the value to be if it's mm-hmm. in a, you know, a digital piece of history, in this case, in Steve Jobs' case, or, a, yeah. or the, you know, the actual physical job application. Yep. It's, good. It's, a, it's a cool concept. Well, uh, again, time will tell. Uh, history yeah. will, will reveal. So um, last bit of news for today. We're going to keep this show short for today so I can recover and so you can get on with your, probably your, your uh, family and, and uh, you know, uh, get to bed, obviously. Yeah. Um, so digital one, right? R&B. It is, um, now I actually didn't go into this deeply, but it, it does make sense. Um, it's, they're looking somehow to place it as a, as a what is it, as a stable coin alternative. Is that, is that, am I reading that correctly? Yeah, basically that. They're, they're sort of, um, they've been testing it for a while. And basically all this is, is they're, they are adding additional use cases to it in order to increase the exposure and increase the, the the testing that they can do on it and see where and how this can best apply and and to sort of expand the use cases within the country so it's just another step along the road of the mass adoption of central bank digital currencies basically um and just it's obviously news that china wants to be pushing as well 
to let people know that they're sort of winning the race in in terms of central bank digital currency adoption and um, and their understanding of the technology. Because at the moment, it seems like most Western countries, if not all Western countries, are pretty far behind China at the moment. So it's a bit of a power play on their behalf, I think, to it try is. and try and um, rub it in the faces of everybody else. It is. It is. Um, well, China, well played. We'll see how this goes. We'll see how it all kind of goes yeah. down. Um, I, I remember when when they announced it actually a few years ago when they were back in. So, uh, well played, China. Yeah, I'll be interested to see further if if at some stage once they start to roll out some sort of NFT based mechanism or tool within their CBDC and how they apply that. Um, they're probably a while off of being able to do that though. So right. in early stages still, because yeah, obviously being governments, they don't, they don't often move very fast. No, but China actually does. Um, do. I would say they're the exception. Yeah, yeah, um, they, are. they are the large exception to that that rule of moving, man, they move very quickly. I've seen it with my own eyes. Um, well, I think that wraps up our news for today. I mean, we'll kind of wrap up with uh, obviously, look, lots happening with CDs with the DJs of DeFi. As mentioned, Launch Pool is live, peeps. Um, over half a million locked up, but there's plenty of room. Come on in, it's just getting warmed up. Um, we have, you have now, I think, 28 days now, officially. So get in, peeps. Get in now. Get in while you can and make some CDs. Um, I, I, again, 50K giveaway. We, we kicked it off uh, with 5K. You can still, that's still active, guys. Get in there. Super easy. We're about to push another one out just after our show. So stay tuned on Twitter. That's going to happen. Um, we have other announcements around competitions to get everybody pumped, to get them pumped for CDs. Um, until somebody corrects me, I will say we are the world's first nano cap, um, 99,000 initial offering. Uh, so guys, it's going to go to the moon. Um, Big announcement coming out tomorrow. We will coordinate. Watch this space. Shit's going to get real. Join our Twitter. Rather, follow our Twitter. Join our Telegram. Join our Discord. Um, and then for those who don't want to see our awesome avatars, you can just listen to us uh, audio only. Spotify. Just search DJs of DeFi. Uh, super excited. We have actually a big guest um, that we were going to have on tonight, but we, we decided we're going to just push it off a week. Um, we're excited because um, we want to build it. We want to build momentum. So I think it'll be actually more, um, I think it'll be more exciting next week. So we'll announce that guest um, probably a day or so before just to get everybody excited about where we're going. Again, big announcements tomorrow. Woo. Um, would you like anything else? Would you, anything else you'd like to say, DJ Chapa? No, just check out our launch pool. If you've got any of these assets, coins sitting in your wallet, not doing anything, then there is no better thing to do than to make use of some 
very lucrative farming opportunities in the CDs app. So app.cds.exchange, get farming on BSC, use a MetaMask or a Web3 wallet for best results. Um, APRs are still sitting at well over 100%. I think there's some still sitting at 500 to 1,000 at the moment. So the sooner you get in, the sooner you can take advantage of those. Um, they, and that's PBL is continually ticking up. So and, be warned. And that's out. right. And that's, and that's pre-IDO. So that's right. Um, exactly. That's right. So guys, it's all happening. We're here. We want you to be here with us. CDs to the moon. I, don't, I know I don't have my voice mod. It sounds cooler when I do it with my voice mod. Um, I'm going to single to my crew for my famous signature sign out. Uh, Ice, are you ready? In three, two, one. Peace out, bitches. Bye, everybody.